I am a Harper agent. We are on the trail of the Death Plague. We must find guides that are trustworthy and will lead us to the source. Is this punk kidding me? What is this? You think this is a game? You're just gonna let him shit talk you like Fuck that. Fuck you, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> He's probably dead. Let's party! As Tucked passes through the finish line, beautiful scanning-clad men and women cheer you on and hand you a gleaming medallion as you pass through the finish line. The crowd starts to chant your name. Tuck! 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 Your dinosaur, your T-Rex, roars triumphantly and regards you with respect. Uh, I guess Tuck just, like, stands on the back of the T-Rex as it goes through and everyone's cheering and then, like, Tuck's just got, like, both his hands in the air, like, yeah! And then, uh, you know, holds the medallion up, the medallion up and then, like, like pins it, pins it on his crotch. And then the crotch kind of goes up to show off the medallion. <laughs> of course he does. Wreck is, Wreck is not happy. The fuck? You can't just switch rides in the middle of a race? That, that dinosaur wasn't registered. That dinosaur wasn't registered to race. Get the fuck out of here. Bullshit. Gator just comes through with his arms raised like one because he knocks somebody into a death pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to that? Is that guy alive? Who knows? I guess you'll find that out later. <laughs> so as uh, you guys are kind of pouring in, the other Cholton Riders will come in way after. Um, you do not see the T-Rex guy or its T-Rex soon after the race. Uh, but you will see Gondolo, the halfling, come in. He's like soaked head to toe after getting hit with the water jet and Kwayofe will come down from her stands and she'll come over to Tucked and she'll give you an embrace and she'll say congratulations I cannot believe you didn't die I'm so surprised you didn't die when Tuck hugs back she can feel like a little bit of a nudge against her then Tuck starts purring you'll notice that she is completely unfazed in a very uh, disturbing way when that happens and then she'll come she'll like take another step back and she says well that was very impressive uh, she like looks around the stance she's like I cannot believe we've gotten we haven't gotten a turnout like this in years I'll have to thank Ixis for proposing this idea it's uh couldn't have worked out better and Gator just barges into the conversation and he's like not only did we win not only did we put on the best show this miserable place has ever seen we also came in second and we also came in third, and it wasn't even close. So if you thought that you had something over on us, well, guess what? Now we got something over on you. And he just stomps away. And she kind of raises a hand to kind of stop you, and then she just kind of turns to talk, and she says, uh, <laughs> Look, I'd I'd like it if, uh, after you're done cleaning yourself up after the race, if you'll join me at my villa, I'd like to hand you your reward. And uh, I have some things I'd like to discuss with you as well. Ooh, should I uh, bring a bottle of wine? Gives like a little wink to the others. She says, oh, yes, I guess celebration is in order. Indeed. Uh, when you return your mounts to the Golden Throne, uh, Indar will instruct you where the villa is, but it's, uh, it sits atop one of the hills that overlook the ravine of Malar's throat. We'll have Indar lead you up there, but I'll see you there tonight. You can count on it. Gives her a wink. She just kind of smiles, and maybe she's getting a little more irritated. <laughs> and she's like, mm, it's splendid. I'll, I'll see you then. Gator just climbs back up onto the back of his mount, and he's now just showboating for the crowd, just like taking his mount over closer to the crowd. 
just like, like mean mugging them, a showman. <laughs> and you can you can see there's some like clear Gator loyalists in the crowd. And they're like, <laughs> you got screwed, Gator. That's your title. That's yours. <laughs> and uh, Tuck will be also showboating, bowing to the crowd. Back, baby. Starts dancing around. Then finally got like a good audience. Starts uh, starts to take advantage of the sh- opportunity. And you hear a couple people just yell like, just keep it at the circus. <laughs> <laughs> you freak. We have children here. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess maybe perhaps Dennis comes out of the crowd to talk to the party. Or what is he doing? Yeah, I, I walk up to the group and and I, I, I can just, I, I keep searching for my arrows, but they're just, there's nowhere to be found. <laughs> and I, I walk up to, walk up to Tuck because it looks like he, he looks the happiest of everyone and said, what, what happened? Did you, did you do well? Oh, Dennis, did you see? Did you see? I won the best, better than the rest. Especially that guy that fell into the pit. <laughs> Hate to be him in the morning. Am I right? Hey, he didn't fall. I threw him. That's right. Yeah, threw him. He's probably dead. Let's party. Yeah. I bet he is. <laughs> Am I to understand that you... Okay, well, you won the race. That's great. But, and I turned to Gator. You threw a man into a giant pit? Rubbing is racing, right, brother? That's right. Rubbing is racing. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't understand the, uh, the common folk. You'll see uh, Gondolo, the halfling, and a, another human dressed in a, a leather. He's got leather armor, and underneath it, you can see like his very fine, like red sweater, kind of like puffing out of the sides and everything. It looks like it's like squeezing all of the joints way too hard, and like this cloth is popping out. He's got this yellow scarf around his throat. Has a nice beard. Very handsome-looking man comes over, jogging alongside Gondolo as they seem to be moving towards Tuck. And Gondolo will just yell out to Tuck. He's like, "Oh hey, ah." was it oh, that was that was quite a race i got did you see me i i put myself right in front of those water jets back there bam <laughs> uh worked out worked out pretty good <laughs> was that on purpose uh I, and uh yeah of course it was oh wow you're such a good actor yeah you did well mm. how long have you been doing this for uh this was my uh second time third time and then he looks up to the uh, the human and he's like third time it was my third time it was my first time and i won can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of looks down at the ground no no not not really i, I never even rode a dinosaur before this is my first time <laughs> about that thing we talked about this is this is my partner feral oh your um partner like you guys are together yeah, my partner. And he gives you a wink. Oh, I understand. Nice to meet you, partner. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so like, you know, like does like a bow and like reaches to shake his hand. He like sticks out his hand and he like shakes it very gently and he's like, my, my, my. What a fine race that was. Mm, and a fine rider. And he kind of like brings his hand like almost like he's your like royalty or something like that and gives your knuckles a little kiss <laughs> tuck blushes a little bit like, oh my someone that's uh been brought up civilized i see 
my partner here has told me that you and uh, him had come to some sort of arrangement after the race. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, did do what he uh, said he'd do, <laughs> be it intentional or not, am I right? And he kind of like elbows the old man, <laughs> giving him a wink. I don't understand. Uh, Gondolo had said that uh, we had agreed to to serve you as guides in the jungle if uh, he were to fall in the race. Oh, well, he certainly fell, didn't he? Right. So, uh, yeah. So when do we begin? Let me talk to my my boys here, and then uh, we'll see. Of course, uh, you know, you have that old Triceratops with you too, right? Oh, Rumbler, yeah, we'll have him with us. I always have. Uh, that's good. It's always good to have uh, extra, extra beasts of burden, as they say. Am I right? As long as you can put up with the smell. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always have to have to consider all the stinkers. <laughs> and then there's an awkward silence. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, let me... Uh, let me uh, get back to you on that. Good job, guys. You know, you guys, uh, you guys really did well out there. And then you give him like a thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, by the way, why don't you come to the circus sometime? And like, give some flyers. You'll, co- you'll get a real good show there too, if you like today. Well, uh, my companion Gondolo is quite the fan of your show. <laughs> no, well, uh, he, he seems to be a, a big fan and, uh, I appreciate all of my fans. If you would like to uh, enjoy the show, come. It'll be, uh, you know, how many days it is eighths away from it's coming. So, have you already purchased all your When are you ready to leave? Oh, uh, we still got to do some planning and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get back to you guys. Oh, um, yes, planning. Find you. Mapping out the course. He just, like, kind of, like, talks right over you. Mapping out the course. Uh, that's one of our specialties. Yes, where should we meet? The Thundering Lizard? If you have a map, uh, we'll be more than happy to go over it with you. Uh, Smiling the whole time he talks. How about uh, Thundering Lizard? But tomorrow night, okay? Tomorrow night, Thundering Lizard. Yes. Ah, yes, scheming, plans, mm, sounds mm-hmm. exhilarating. Okay, good. Bye-bye now. And then he just starts walking away. Treasure abounds, friend. When you have Pharaoh and Gondolo on your side. And then Tuck's gone. Did you hear me? He's just like standing in place shouting as you walk away from him. <laughs> Thundering lizard, tomorrow night. And Gator just leans over and says, these guys seem really desperate. I don't think they're the right ones for the job. Dennis perks up. And what did you promise? I just said, uh, you know, we might need some guides and, you know, they seemed okay. And they got a dinosaur. That's one more than we got, am I right? I look over to the group. I thought we had two. Didn't we have two? No, we bought one. I don't think he can hear me. We have, uh, we have a lizard, right? That's not a, it's not a dino. <laughs> it's just a big lizard. Swamp lizard. <laughs> but it's got horns. Horns are important for satisfying. Anyways, you know. We don't have to if we don't want to, but, uh, you know, they seem like sweet fellas, and, uh, well, he did fall down, <laughs> you know. So, let's party! <laughs> party! <laughs> We're supposed to go talk to the, the betting master, dude. I'm gonna find out if I got that T-Rex bet, too. 
so yeah you i mean on your way back you can take a path that takes you around uh towards the old city and you can see those two ziggurats i was talking about before as you're asking around or trying to find out what happened uh one of the guards will turn to wrecked and he'll say terrible terrible never seen a mess like this me neither i mean usually when they turn on the riders maybe they wound them but decapitation it's nasty Uck's ears start to twitch. You know, it's like, ooh, tell me more. What happened? Uh, during the race, the guy on the T-Rex, he fell in the pit. He tried to get out, and when he was scrambling up the pit to avoid a triceratops that was down in there, he reached up to grab the restraints of his T-Rex, and the thing just, well, it just leaned right down and bit his head off. Ooh! <laughs> and Tuck just kind of like snaps like, great! Oh, that's, that's fantastic! And Gator just belly laughing. Ter- it's terrible. He had a family. <laughs> his, ch- his children were watching from atop the ziggurat. His wedding oh. ring fell from his hand as they <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Just between you and me, you know what to really cheer someone up? The circus, here. And then my hands <laughs> He like takes it and he kind of smiles and he's like, I love the circus. <laughs> yeah, take a few extra. Take a few extra. Give it to the kiddos. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I'll tell, uh, if you got some extras, I'll pass them around the ziggurat. Oh, great. Great, great. Hope to see you there. And then he's like, just kind of laughing, smiling and looking at the, the flyer as you end your conversation. <laughs> so 100 from the T-Rex. And yes. then... <laughs> Rich as hell. You bet on Gondolo to lose, right? That was your bet for 50 gold? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's 150 for that. And oh, nice. what was the other one? Wrecked. You bet on yourself to win. Yeah. That didn't happen. No. <laughs> I tried to fight and it. You will, you, will owe, you will owe 30 gold. 35 gold, rather. Um, all right. So you can make it back to the Golden Throne. Indar is there. He is. Looks like he's finishing up handling a lot of these payouts. Is like the whole event is run by this lady right or is it like she just kind of like involved with it and there's like an overall like organization your understanding is that yeah she's she's responsible for the races yeah okay so there's not going to be any like other reward from coming in first place right it's just whatever she gives us yeah yeah okay there's prize you're gonna get your you're gonna get your betting payouts that you normally get and then she's claims she'll give you an additional reward at her villa tonight Sexual reward? Play a card, right? Leave to talk about it. Alright, so you approach Indar, and he like, just looks at Tux, and he's just like shaking his head. He's like, how did you do it? Because I'm Tuck. And then Tuck starts to, uh, to, starts to dance around and starts to, to sing. He's like, hit it, boys! Like, waiting for some, like, overall music to play, but there isn't any. And then he just, uh, he starts doing his like typical like tuck introduction song and then it's like uh, shakes his head and he's like he's like you, <laughs> i lost a hundred coins on the on the halfling i could have i had a feeling he was gonna have it tonight and he just i don't know and he kind of he looks at you and as he says that and he's like just kind of glaring at you it's amazing that he just walked right into that water stream he you know teaches you to bet against old tuck am i right he <laughs> I guess so, as he like pulls out a small sack of coins and hands you uh, 250 gold. Yay! And he looks to Wrecked. Better luck next time, huh? Yeah. Extends a hand. 
<laughs> Firmly. Need need more strict rules in this race. Pulls his hand away and he's like, not a handshake. <laughs> your, what do you want, my dick? Your, I want your payment. Oh. Oh, that. So I'll give him my 35 gold. That's, that's all I got. Here you go. I'll earn some more somehow. And he'll take it and he's like, well, you didn't do too bad. You might try the races again sometime. We do them once a week. As long as I get to ride my boy Till here. He just looks down. Tittle. All right. Well, and he'll like just like turn right behind himself and just look, point to these two large peaks that uh, shadow of the ravine. And he's like, you can't see it, but I'll lead you up there later tonight. That's where the villa is. Just meet me at the uh, gates on the south side of the city, and I'll lead you there. Gator waddles over to him and kind of leans down, is like over top of him, like half flexing, but in a casual way. He's like, did you see I painted my monster look like your sister? <laughs> and he, he kind of smiles and he says, I saw the paint, but I thought it was more of a child's finger painting project. <laughs> yeah, I use my fingers. And he's not my sister. It's not your sister, huh? She looked just like you. Thank you. She's quite beautiful. <laughs> you look like a woman. Very <laughs> 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 man. All right, so what do you guys, you got a, you guys got a couple hours if you want to do something. I think uh, one of the things you, you could gather more info if you wanted to spend time doing that. Um, you still have guides to look into if you wanted to look at any more different guides. Or we can cut to the, the rendezvous at the villa if you want. Yeah, Gator wants to interview a guide because he doesn't like how fishy and Weasley these other guys. So maybe he'll do that on his own. But he won't make a secret about it in case anybody wants to go help. I'll go with Gator. It feels like the responsible thing to do. Rex is going to try to find some gold quickly. Find some way to earn some quick cash. All right. How are you going to go about doing that? Some kind of contest or something around town. Something he can do. Tests of strength. Yeah, something like that. Who wants to pay me <laughs> to do something I'm good at? I'm going to arm wrestle you. Um, give me an uh, insight check. How fuck? So garbage. You're not something I'm proficient. Suck. Um... A lot of people, if you want to look for something like that, recommend that you go to the Thundering Lizard. It's a pretty rowdy place. Rick to be like, let's, they got that money burning a hole in your pocket, boy. Let's, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's get a drink. I showed you a good time at the Cock Goblins, didn't I? Come on. So as you guys are heading to the Thundering Lizard, let's jump just do Gator and Dennis real quick. So you head back to the Grand Sock, or you can find a stall. Uh, really, all the other stalls are selling gear and things like that, but the stall for the guides is just a guy at a desk with a book. And he sits, and he's got this big grin on his face. Very jovial-looking fella. He's got a, a nice, well-trimmed afro and beard. He's got this like, white streak in it. He's got this beautiful gold cord that goes around his neck. And as you kind of walk up to his booth, he just, all a grin, he just says, in common, he says, Hello, I am Jobel. Are you in need services? A guide? A cell sword? We are looking for a guide, yes. And he just immediately say that he just picks up this big book. Boom, slams it on the table. Have a seat, sit down, be comfortable. I take a seat. <laughs> he looks at Gator if he's still standing. Please have a seat, sir. If you'd like some tea, I have some warming up right now. Yes, thank you for your hospitality. And he like pours out a little cup. Puts it on the table for both of you. He'll pull out this tome, and he'll, before he even opens it, he kind of like claps his hand over the top of the book and just kind of leans forward. And he's like, "He's like, you come to the right place. There's a lot of uh, freelancers, independents out there, 
All they're looking to do is drag you into the jungle, cut your throat, take your stuff. You made the smart choice coming to me. And he spins the book around and he starts flipping it open. And he'll go through a couple pages and you can see there's a couple listings and has like a, a sketch of the guide and it has like a little blurb about them, who they are, what their fees are, um, a little bit about their background. And you can see a lot of them just have like big black X's over their names as he flips through pages. And he goes about four or five pages in. So real quick, I, I interrupt him and I pull out my notebook. Do you know of someone named, and I check my notes, Bilbo, no, not Bilbo, Gondolo <laughs> and Feral. Oh, yes, of course. Feral and Gondolo, yes. Two of my guides. Oh, they are your guides. Indeed. They're are a they little, trustworthy? Uh, eccentric? Yes, they're trustworthy. They have a, uh, well, they're comfortable for people that are um, from the Sword Coast as that's their stomping grounds. But uh, I believe they have a, uh, well, they have their own Triceratops. And like, if he had a pen, he would pick up the pen and kind of point at you. My, my eyebrows raise. It's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, see, uh, you know, many of you, I know you probably spend your money on your own beasts of burden, but uh, they got one right there. Pull anything you got. We got a big lizard. <laughs> well, well, then you don't want to you don't want to double up on that payment now, do you? That's a smart choice. Having your own lizard, it's much safer and, uh, you know, get to know the animal. You know, if you can, I hear giant lizards, great stress relievers in the jungle. I look at it as an investment. It, it is. It is. It's very wise on your choice. So let's just let's just skip over them. And he just kind of turns their page and uh, goes to a different one. And Gator just nods at, at Dennis like, mm-hmm. What, what do you look for in a guide? And D- Dennis, Dennis takes a deep breath. I am a Harper agent. We are on the trail of the Death Plague. We must find guides that are trustworthy and will lead us to the source. And I lick it, lit up the rest of my, my breath. The Death Curse. You don't say. A noble pursuit indeed. Well, I will only introduce the best of the best then. And he'll uh, go through a couple pages and he'll say, First, we have Azaka. She is a Cholton native. Maybe average in appearance but she's not to be underestimated and uh, he'll probably he'll just give you like uh, some general information about where they can be found in the city and he'll turn behind them and you see this you did not notice him the whole time that you were there and it's just the one shadow of this awning a guy just steps out in black leathers he has like a, a face covering and a headdress you can only see his eyes and he's like this is my assistant Azan who'll be the one to escort you around the city to each of the guides to talk to them, you know. I don't want to make the decision for you, of course. I want you to talk to these people face-to-face, get to know them so you feel comfortable. And he'll lay out where all these people are. But um, there is Azaka, who is... And I'm going to go out of character for the rest of this because there's there's like six of them. So uh, there's Azaka, who is a uh, Cholton native. She grew up in the jungle most of her life and uh, very adept at dangerous situations. She's a little intense, kind of yells sometimes, but she's, uh, you know, she means well. And another one is Eku. Eku is a little eccentric. She's also a Cholton woman, but uh, she is uh, has some abilities in the magical arts, but she's a very righteous individual. She doesn't like ne'er-do-wells. Um, so if you can put up with a little bit of self-righteousness, she's very intelligent. And you know Pharaoh and Gondolo, and he just skips over that page. Ah, Hugh Hackenstone. This is a new one. He's got a lot of spirit, Hugh. He's a dwarf from the Sword Coast as well. Uh, had a run-in with uh, a dragon. Lost one of his ligaments. But he's none the weaker for it. 
In fact, it's emboldened him. He likes the curse a lot. So if you're bothered by curse words, he kind of like looks to see if you would be bothered. I just, I just give a, huh. Oh, well then he may be the one for you. Uh, next we have Musharib. Now Musharib is a, uh, he's an albino, a dwarf, a little bit rare, maybe a little offsetting with the way he speaks. Make me feel a little uncomfortable, but they say the albino dwarves know the secrets of the mountains and the jungle too. I feel an albino dwarf would be easy to spot in the jungle. <laughs> and they know this as well, and that's the reason why they're good at hiding. Ah, ah, okay, okay, I see. And finally, uh, and he'll just, he'll like hesitate before he like turns the page. This next one, she's a bit of an extreme one. This is Salida. She's also a Cholton woman. She uh, has a background as a mercenary can hold her own against just about anyone and she's uh, all about business doesn't like the side chat but she'll she'll guard your back uh normally we don't cover mercenary fees for our guides but she's the kind of type that would just do it anyways so if you're feeling that your party needs a little bit of oomph in her step uh she may be a good choice now which one of these would you like to talk to first first i i appreciate all the information but if if you if Jobel, Prince of, uh, I don't remember exactly what Prince you, Prince of Transport, Prince of Guides, whatever you are. Who would you choose to take you through the, <laughs> through the He just tries to like, maintain his composure as you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you choose to lead you through the jungle? We're all men here, right? He kind of like looks at the two of you. Personally, I think, you know, if I'm going to be watching, if someone's going to be leading me through the jungle day after day, months on end into an endless black death, then uh, I think I want something, a nice something to look at while I'm doing that. And I think I would go with Salida. And Gator just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like just picks up his quill and like points it at you. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so I that, that just goes over Dennis's head completely. And so how... Do the fees change per guide? Now, some of these guides, there's there is generally a flat fee, five gold pieces per day. That's the fee across the that's the fee across the board. Uh, however, uh, some of the guides, and this is we allow the guides to choose set their own rates with this. Some of them uh, require an upfront down payment, and uh, some of them uh, will require no down payment, but they have some I don't know some like thing that they want to take care of in the jungle and they may ask you to take them there so they can take care of their thing you know visit and a sick mother says, whoa, whoa, whoa. which one wants an upfront payment because i don't trust them. it means they don't think they're going to make it back i think you're going to have to talk to them each individually about that i don't keep track of that i'm really sorry but we try to you know we try to let the guides you know give them their space their freedom that's the kind of operation i'm running here so mm. I see. So are I we see. are we leaning are we leaning Salida? We can we can talk to all of them. Are we leaning Salida right now? Are we leaning Q? Where are we where are we where do we feel? Where do we feel like right now? Anybody got a good skill to take care of weaklings? Like if they get hurt. And I, I, I look over to I look over to Gator and say, Well, yeah, you're right. That 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 whole thing that happened at Huck was pretty well, I wasn't there when it happened, but I, and, I heard and that Gator it was just explains. We lost a chicken man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, with without without blinking, Joe just leans in and he's like, "Oh dear, were you close?" Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be farther away. <laughs> uh. Well, if you're looking for a guide who could occasionally provide some healing services, 
uh, then Eku would be the only one uh, that we have that can do that. And what was her problem? I'm out. Oh, there are problems, no problems. It's just she's a little self-righteous, you know. She may... She has been known to turn people down, uh, even if they have the funds, just because she didn't like the cut of their jib, you know. You know those types. And Gator just uh, understanding that this is a challenge, he immediately wants to accept it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's talk to that one first. All right, so I'll put you down for Eku. Uh, who would you like to follow up that up with? I think Salida and Hugh would also be good to talk to. He's like making notes as I'm making notes. Eku, Salida, Hugh, yes, okay. All right, Azan. And he just snaps his finger without even looking at him. He's like, go round them up. Bring them to the markets one at a time in order. I know I said I would, he would take you to them, but you guys look like you are uh, important people. I don't want to waste your time. You just stay here. You stay relaxed. We'll bring him to you. And Azan just like stomps off and then we'll cut over to Tucked and Wrecked who are going to the Thundering Lizard. And it seems like the inn the, the, uh, the in slash tavern, it looks seems really out of place in general because it looks like it was made for foreigners. Like even the way it's constructed, it's mostly made out of wood which does not match most of the buildings in the city. And um, even through the windows at this time of day, you can just see a lot of sailors, a lot of people of different uh, ethnicities in there. And uh, they're all just like drinking, rowdy. And you hear lots of shouting. You can smell a lot of pipe weed. You can smell the old alcohol as you open the door. And you are in the thundering lizard. I love it. I walk in. <laughs> Smells like home. I'm getting a bit parched. So you spot me. You got it. Knew I liked you. Okay, he goes up to the bar. And it's like, what's what's your special tonight? Is he well known here? Is Tuck known here? Let's see. If I were to go to this bar and say, I want the Tuck special, would that be the drink that exists? <laughs> uh, what would be in a Tuck special? <laughs> would it be a drink that like looks like something, but it's actually something else? Slippery nipple? <laughs> uh... It's, it would be, um, it would Something be a milk-based, like it. it would be a milk-based drink with, like, a cucumber in it, like, broken up from the top. <laughs> a milk-based drink? All right. Does it have alcohol in it? Or just milk yeah. with a cucumber in it? Yeah, kind of like a, it, it'd be like a... Kahlua milk? It, it would be like a Kahlua milk type with, like, you know, like a big... Big like cucumber sticking out from the top. <laughs> um, you would recognize the bartender. He's a young uh, Cholton male, maybe about six years older than uh, uh, Periwinkle was. <laughs> and he sees you walk up, and he's like, "Oh, Tuck, I have not seen you in a while." And you know, this is uh, Ashek. Is his name? Hey, Ashek. Long time no see. Yeah, where have you been? It's been weeks since you've been here. Yeah, I was up in uh, Baldur's Gate, if you could imagine it. Uh, but that was a whole shit show. Oh, yes. Who's your friend? Oh, this is, uh... This is wrecked. Oh, you should have seen it. We had a big day today. We rode dinos. I won! Ah, oh, you were in the race. Ah, oh, I missed it. I was. It was my shift. Uh, oh, congratulations. Aisha, that's so you. That's so you, Aisha. You gotta come out some... <laughs> he just does that thing where he's, like, just kind of shaking his head and grinning. <laughs> and, uh... He's like, oh, well, you know, if the boss, you know, finds I slip out, he, you know, he, he hits me. So <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what can I get you guys to drink? Uh, you know what I'm going to order? 
Get us a couple of the Tuck specials. <laughs> Extra on the cucumber. No one's ordered it since the last time you've been here, so the milk's a little curdled. Uh, <laughs> and he kind of like scrambles around, and he's like, "I got it, I got it," and he kind of mixes it together, and it's in like what would be like a highball glass. It's just halfway filled with milk, and then it's got a cucumber in the center, but the cucumber is kind of split in the middle, so the work kind of spreads apart a bit at the tip. Oh, I see. I, I forgot to mention. I like I like my uh, tuck special circumcised. You see. So, uh, good job on catching my... Huh, never seen one like this! Tuck's, like, has his shoulder up on the on the bar, and he's like, you're just gonna love this, wreck. This is the old Tuck special. Once you drink it, you'll never go back. Or is it the other way around? <laughs> oh, who cares? Let's get drunk! Cling! Hell yeah! Uh, not, not bad. Go, 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 go! Weird combo, but it's not bad. Kinda works. <laughs> So you guys are sitting there relaxing, drinking, and he's like, uh, is there anything else I can do for you guys while you're here? I'm looking for some uh, some games of skill to earn some money on. Like, uh, ah. Arm wrestling, shooting pool. See, I referenced Tom Cruise earlier today when we did racing, so I thought maybe I could reference him again for some billiards. There was uh, some guys in here earlier from Luskin. Uh they were playing something called, uh, it's like tapping the, the, the top of the bar, and he's like, row, was it row? And then, oh, what, there he is right there. And he kind of points to the door, and then you just see three of these uh, very haggard-looking sailor types. And one of them, he's got, like, kind of cut-off shorts, like right at the right in the mid-thigh. Like cut-off denim shorts? Yeah, kind of like that, <laughs> except they're, like, leather. And he's got uh, low-cut boots. And so you can see all of his knee and his calf. And he's got these big fucking huge calf muscles that are like the size of like your like Tuck's waist. And he's like comes walking in and he's like, oh, these are the guys. They're playing something. And he just like yells out, hey, Rory, what was the game you were playing? Yes, last night. And he just like looks at the two of you and he just says, Rochambeau. Yeah, that was it. Rochambeau. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. That's where I thought it was going to. Uh, Tuck says, you know, just kind of says like under his breath, hello, drumstick, finger licking good, if you ask me, elbowing Rekt as he says it. Ishak will turn to you and he's like, yeah, they kept saying it was the, uh, it was the, uh, and you just hear like Rory cut in and he's like, the ultimate test of a man's fortitude? <laughs> Damn right it is. Well, that just sounds right up your alley, Rekt. Out of character. This is rock, paper, scissor, right? Uh, no, I was more referring to the uh, South Park episode. I have no idea. Oh, you're just, you're just gonna get kicked in the nuts a lot. Shit. <laughs> Guess Rekt is in for a surprise too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, sounds like a yeah. I know this game, Rochambeau. Sure, played a lot when I was a kid. He yells to turn. He's like, Baldur's Gate guard, huh? Yep. 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 It should be easy then. Get over here. Okay. He's <laughs> just gonna let him shit talk you like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, Rick, so stay here. Everyone like starts to spread out and um, leaves like a big open space between the, the bar and some tables. What's go what's going on here? Uh, Rekt is so confused. He's thinking he's about to play rock paper scissor. He is like, there's no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and uh, he like, takes a little sack of gold and he like dumps some coins on it and it looks like about ten gold. And he'll stop for a second and then he'll like kind of grin and he'll look over to his uh, compatriots and then he'll just like dump the whole thing out and everyone's just like, ah, shit. Ah. And he dumps like about a hundred gold pieces on the floor. Oh shit! And he just like squats. He does like a couple squats, stretches out his legs like those sumo stretches. 
He's like, all right. <sighs> Flip a coin. See who goes first. I got, I got, I got no gold. I got no gold. Let's see what I can, uh, <laughs> see what I can put up here. He just kind of looks around. And he's like, is this punk kidding me? What is this? You think this is a game? Yeah. I mean, it is a game. game. <laughs> I'm trying to make some money here. Uh, what do I got? What do I got? I play for keeps. <laughs> How about that necklace you got on your neck? Fuck you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> no fucking way. What's 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 the bet? Like, or what what he has? What does he have to put down? Winner take all. The only kind of bet a man makes. Um, How about my city guard uniform? This could be worth something on the black market. You know what? You know, you know somebody what? could infiltrate. Okay, wrecked, wrecked. I believe in you. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in. And then like Tuck just like takes up a hundred gold, and then like does like that Damn. like, like when Tuck drops it on the floor, it's it's like that uh, that meme, like that gif where like the person sprinkles the salt on the meat. You got the tabaxi paying your bills for you? I thought half orcs were tougher than that. Oh, uh, you're in for a real treat. I'm gonna play one of my games after this, huh? He's like, all right. So I'll let you roll. Uh, you roll a d20, um, Jamie. Uh, high, you go first. Low, he goes first. Love Okay. He just kind of like, he just grins and he's like, all right. Ladies first, I guess. And he like just gets a nice big squat, leans down really low, and he just kind of like, takes his fingers and gives that gesture. He's like, come on, give me a best shot. You are going to make an attack roll. Uh, just like leans over and puts like his hands to his mouth screaming, wreck his balls, wreck, wreck his balls. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Crit fail. Right <laughs> <of listeners. laughs> One. He just goes like this. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly so what he He's like, all right. You- Shoot. You wind up and you go for your <laughs> kick and you slip on the coins that are on the floor and you just go feet up, slant right on your back. And everyone, the whole tavern just starts <laughs> busting out laughing. And uh, the guy who's squatting over, he's like, he's almost in tears. He's like, you gotta, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This is like a movie. What is this? This is a joke. This is a joke. And he like looks over the tuck. This is, this is a setup, right? You guys are, you guys are punking me. <laughs> oh, you just got lucky that time. Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna get it. You said I was in for a treat. You weren't kidding. Bends <laughs> down, like whispers to Rex, like, "Yep, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't we play rock paper scissors? What, what the fuck is this? You gotta kick him in the gonads, all right? The fuck we do out here? I don't want to be kicked in the gonads. <laughs> Jesus, this is my money maker at home. What the hell? This <laughs> is a family I love knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he would. Makes perfect sense. All right, so he—he's like, "All right, my turn. Line him up." It's gonna—it's gonna be a nat twenty. God damn it! Right God damn it! Right God damn it! So Rick reluctantly stands up. Spread <laughs> oh, his legs. This guy has—he uh, gets advantage on his kick because of his thunder cannon calf muscles. <laughs> Does it go for my AC or what? Oh, oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Nat 20. Nat 20. My crit failed to a crit success. Jesus fucking Christ. His balls are going to shoot out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
gonna have to ice that. In like a legendary fashion, he like he like squats down like in a sprinter stance. And you can see like his his the muscles in his calves activate as they clench up. He does like a short like two step sprint, quick kick, and he does he doesn't even follow through. He just stops as soon as he makes contact, and like he just does his face like ooh, ooh as soon as he hits. And you're gonna take hold on. I'm gonna add that here. <laughs> he takes six bludgeoning. He didn't roll too well. He takes six bludgeoning right to the crotch. How do you react? Oh, fuck me! God damn, after this, I'm gonna have to. F I got somewhere to soak my balls. What? <laughs> after you say that, he's just like. He's just like, oh, so we do have a man here. All right. Your turn again, pretty boy. And he just kind of squats down, like dangling back and forth. Tuck helped him get back up. He's like, come on, come on, I know you got this. He's like rubbing his shoulders. Come on, just take some deep breaths. Remember, you, you got to talk. You want to rub these for luck? <laughs> oh, we can talk about that later. But for now, I want you to visualize them balls busting over there. I know you got it in you. All right, all right. You're right. You kick those balls straight into his ass. They are inside him right now. You, Big you hit. Big balls got in the way. Hit. Six. Oh, okay. get right back to it. So I'm just gonna like, all right, here we go. No surprise. I'm gonna do some like fancy footwork. <laughs> is it the left or the right? The left or the right? The left or the right? You don't notice it, but Tuck is able to notice it. Um, that you can like see, like he kind of like grunts, and you can see like he pulls one or the other nut up inside of himself, like he's like sucking it in. Because his pants are so tight, you can see like everything moving down there. And uh, he makes the wrong, he pulls the wrong one, and then Rex just blasts him. And he's like, oh, you got this, Rory. You got this, Rory. You got this. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. Rex says, bullseye. I think I get the rules now. He's like, all right, show, show me the pretty ones. You're done on this one. All right, do it. <laughs> Getting into it now. Spread them real wide, slap my knees. And he runs up and he plows you right in there, but you absorb all of it. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it. All right, fine. Oh, fuck. That's fuck. right, Rex. I know the rules now. All of his buddies that are much shorter than him, he's like, man, don't worry, worry, man. He's just a punk. He's like, he ain't got you. He ain't got you. And he's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. And he gets down and he squats again. He's like, all right, Happy, come on. Give me what you got. Happy? I hope every session from now on ends with Rochambeau. Fuck. <laughs> Seven. Rack, I think your uh, shoes, your shoelaces, they gotta be real tight for this. Here, let me let me handle it for you. And then, like, Tuck like, kind of leans down. And I want to do, like, a sleight of hand. And I want to put some coins in the front of his boot. <laughs> like, still <laughs> tuck him in there. Yeah. Right, I thought, thought you're gonna put a dagger on there so it would be like a fucking roadhouse. <laughs> Dude, he's got leather pants on. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> Trying to kill the guy. Alright, give me a slight hand check. Alright. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Wrecked barely notices that you do it. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice, nice and tight, buddy. Thanks, man. And then he like, what is this? What is this? He, he ties your shoes for you too, huh? Does he? Does he wipe your mouth when you get a little bit of dribble? When you're this is called friendship, you? man. You'd know it if you ever had one. I got friends. 
Yeah, you fucking semen. Yeah, your friends are semen. Right like, your mouth. As soon as he says like, as soon as he says friendship, like you just kind of hear like the stereotypical like, like uh, ambivalent like excitement music that you hear like at the end of like a sports movie, like family movie, or when they're like getting ready to do like the scoring hit or like the scoring kick, like end of like yeah, yeah. Duck, <laughs> <Mighty> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so you put the coins in the boot. No one seems to be the wiser. He's like, come on, get this over with. I'm going to take this bitch out on the next kick anyways. Yeah, I'll let you roll again. We'll consider it advantage. There we go, baby. You hit. Give me some damage. 1d4 plus 4. 7, okay. A little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. A little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. I'm going to kick with the boot that's got the coins in it. And then I'll, as I hit, I'll realize, oh shit, there's coins in there. That shit hurt. Hurt me a little bit. As you make contact, you know, again, Tuck can see like the... The jostulations of uh, <laughs> this guy's members, and uh, he's like just really maybe the first time he got him, it's like it's got him kind of psyched out, and he can't catch the rhythm. And you blast him, and you get you get both of them like they were down at the same time. Just a stereotypical like both of his legs fold inward, and his knees and ankles like kind of like point out. <laughs> really sad face and he drops down and he just goes like downward facing dog his face just goes right to the coins and just sits there and he's like oh, I'm done I'm done I'm done nah, come on done. let's keep going it's your turn let's go big boy <laughs> you play the game <laughs> as my friend says you play the game he'll you'll see his buddy like pick him up and he's like He's like, oh, remember this. You better watch your back. You don't fuck with Rory. With Luskin. And you can see him. You can see as he's leaving, he's he's got like, he's crying. It hurt a lot. Fuck it. And there's just a pile of coins on the floor. Scoop them up. Yay. I'll hand them all over to Tuck. All of it. Tuck, uh, Tuck counts them out and uh, takes, uh, takes the 100 that I originally put in, keeps 50, throws the other 50 to, to a wreck. It's like, here you go, buddy. I knew you had it in ya. 25 for each nut. Hell yeah. We will cut over to Gator and Dennis. And you'll just hear a small voice from behind you. And you turn to look. You'll see she's got, uh, her hair is braided. She's a Cholt woman. Her hair is braided. She's got these kind of really unique and intricate uh, paintings, these markings on her face uh, of like a copper color. And she has these beautiful uh, blue, yellow, and green feathers that are tied to the end of her braids. And she's really small. She's like five foot. She's got piercings and whatnot. She has like this long, cool-looking cloak. And she keeps her arms hidden, like crisscrossed in front of her, underneath the sleeves. And uh, she says, Hello, Eku I am. Guide I will be. The in-game atmosphere and music in this episode was provided by... Sirenscape.